Hello, welcome to the Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is John Suter of CFC. For 2023, the market focus has now shifted from inflation and high interest rates to slower economic growth and corporate earnings softness. But what about the consumer? That is the biggest driving force of this U.S. economy by far. Right now, the post-COVID employment market remains extremely tight and will provide meaningful support for the U.S. consumer. As reported last Friday, the January unemployment rate fell to a 53-year low of 3.4% as non-farm payrolls rose an eye-popping 517,000. That was compared to 185,000 forecasted by economists. An average hours worked increased 1.2% month over month. It's pretty simple. More jobs means more spending, which translates into greater economic growth for the world's largest economy. Ironically, most economists were initially forecasting a recession for the second half of the year. And that may actually happen with the current Bloomberg probability of 65%. But the resiliency of the U.S. consumer may just keep recession at bay. Think about the following. In aggregate, U.S. household balance sheets increased by nearly $30 trillion since the start of the pandemic. The stock of U.S. excess savings is elevated at $1.4 trillion today, even though it's declining rapidly. Unfortunately, there are some signs of weakness as well. Historically, large gaps between consumer confidence, currently low, and consumer spending, currently strong, nearly always converge. So, for example, while January's retail sales figure was relatively strong, it is expected to deteriorate through the remainder of the year. In December, 35% of U.S. households indicate they use credit cards or loans to fund spending needs. Not a big surprise given the rise in prices for both goods and services. That said, though, rising credit card balances relative to disposable income and credit card and loan delinquencies remain below pre-COVID averages. The big unknown continues to be how this trade-off between employment and inflation will play itself out over the remainder course of the year. Right now, employment seems to have the upper hand. Fed officials have stated that a top concern of theirs has to deal with their remaining sources of inflation, many of which are tied to the hot labor market and rising wages. This will be difficult to tame. As a result, inflation is not cooling as rapidly as the Fed would like, especially core inflation. So far, progress on inflation has largely come from improved supply chains, falling gas and energy prices, a cooling housing market, and easing prices for consumer goods. It's the service sector of the economy that now has seen the rapid rise in prices. Compounding that is the service sector is more labor-intensive. Keep in mind that interest rates work with a lag, and it will be months before the scope of last year's large increases in the Fed's overnight rate are felt. That could mean a lot of pain for the labor market or significant drop in consumer spending that still lies ahead. But for now, a key pillar of the economy, that being the employed Americans, remain intact. That's it for today. Thank you for listening, and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard.